Section 9 of The Exploits of Juba by Marcel Alain and Pierre Souvestre. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Don W. Jenkins. Chapter 9 In the Refrigeratory. It was light in the evening. One by one the rooms in La Ribousset were being lit up the one exception was the grim amphitheatre whose occupants would never need to see again suddenly and if anyone had been present he would have experienced the most frightful impression it is possible to conceive a corpse stirred having assured himself that the door between the amphitheatre and the gallery was shut the corpse shivering with cold threw off the shroud which enveloped him and set to work to move his legs and arms about to start up his circulation then at the far end of the apartment this living corpse discovered under a zinc basin attached to the wall a bundle of linen and garments which he seized upon his body shaking with cold the man dressed himself in haste and then waited until he considered his clothes sufficiently dry not to attract attention carefully ascertaining that the gallery was deserted he then entered it and walked rapidly to the courtyard to the right of the main gateway the smaller gate leading into the rue ambroise pare was open the man passed under the archway and in a moment would have been clear of la rue when the doorkeeper barred his way excuse me who goes there then having looked more closely why it's dr chaleck you're late in leaving us this evening doctor i suppose you've been keeping pretty busy in ward twenty-two that's so replied chaleck for it was he that's why i'm in a hurry charles and chaleck with an impatient gesture was about to slip out but the porter stopped him again one moment doctor you must register first is this a new hospital regulation no doctor it's the police who have ordered everyone entering or leaving the hospital to sign his name in this book the porter having taken dr chaleck into his lodge opened a new register and pointing to a half dozen names already written on the first page he added you'll not be in bad company you're to sign just below professor huggard chaleck smiled tell me the latest news charles do they suspect anyone all i know is that fifty of them came here with dirty shoes made a hubbub round the patients put the service out of gear and in the end caught nobody at all but if the culprit is still here he won't get out without the bracelets on his wrists an equivocal smile touched the pale lips of chaleck it might be the weird inhabitant of the little house in cite for show was not so sure as the porter was of the astuteness of the police perhaps he was thinking that a few hours before a certain dr chaleck hemmed in a passage with no exits and about to be compelled to show like everyone else the tips of his fingers had under the nose of the officers and even of the artful and astute juve suddenly vanished gone out of the world of the living and thought it necessary for reasons he alone knew to assume the rigidity of a corpse the stillness of death but the smile in a moment became frozen the doctor who had kept both hands in his pockets while talking to the porter suddenly felt a sharp twinge in the fingers of his right hand and it became moist and lukewarm this happened as the porter held out the register for him to sign charles he cried i'm in a great hurry while i'm signing please go out and stop the first taxi that passes certainly sir replied the man scarcely had the doorkeeper turned his back when the doctor with infinite precautions drew out his right hand and with evident difficulty began to write 
holding the pen between the third and fourth fingers, as though unable to use the four and middle ones. As he was finishing his entry, he made what was doubtless an unintended movement. Something unexpected happened, for he suddenly turned pale, and repressed a heavy oath. Charles was just coming back to the lodge. "'Your taxi is here, doctor?' "'Right. Thank you.' Chalet closed the register abruptly, jumped into the motor, threw an address to the driver, who got under way. On seeing the doctor shut the register, Charles cried, "'The devil! There's no blotting paper in it! It will be sure to blot!' And though it was too late, the careful man rushed to the book and opened it. His eyes became fixed on the page where the signatures were. He stared, wide-eyed. "'Oh! Oh!' he murmured. End of chapter 9 Read by Don W. Jenkins, Rancho San Diego, California, shaggybark.blogspot.com